Hi everybody and welcome to this bonus episode of the podcast uh, in which I will be giving you my review of Inside. Now, it just came out on Steam uh, a few days ago and I only just got around to playing it. I believe it was out on a, say, a Xbox One uh, like a week ago, so I realise I'm a bit behind the times, but as I only have a PC, uh, I have to make do with what I've got. And that was uh, this time a uh, release date slightly behind console. But anyway, um, Inside is by Playdead Studios, um, and the last game they made was Limbo six years ago. Um, now, I love Limbo. I think Limbo is like a masterpiece. Like, you can go on uh, gamebanner.co.uk, which is the website this uh, podcast is hosted on, and you can find uh, I did a list of, I believe it was the top 10 Xbox Live Arcade games. Uh, Limbo was number one. Um, that game. Uh, it has so much to say about so much like it just it's not just a silhouetted side scroller um there's so many concepts and ideas and it translates them so intelligently not just the the um you know the puzzles as well the puzzles are very clever but just the sort of overall themes of the game um leave so much up to interpretation and make you think about things as a very, in my opinion, uh, understated but powerful ending, which really hit me. Um, and I think Limbo is incredible. So, Playdead haven't done anything since then, and that was six years ago. Uh, and now we get inside, which um, very similar in terms of gameplay, uh, side scroller. You have two buttons, a jump and a grab, and then it's about um, solving, basically solving puzzles until you reach the end of the game. Um, but just like Limbo, it's not quite that simple. Um, the setting is almost disturbing. Um, it's like bleak and sometimes kind of horrific, and you have no idea what's going on, but it not in like a um, imagine watching like the first episode of the third season of Game of Thrones and that being the first episode you watched you'd be like what the fuck is all this now it's sort of um, a what the fuck is going on that keeps you intrigued um, I think in a game where there's no you know basically no nothing written on the screen at any time there's no speech the game doesn't talk to you at any point. So obviously, you know, it's almost impossible for them to give you the world they're trying to build. You know, you can't find audio logs around that explain it. You you don't find diary entries that tell you what the fuck's going on in this fucked up world. Instead, a lot of what you get is context. Um, and they do that incredibly well. These sort of areas you move through tell you a story based on the condition they're in where they are in relation to the places you've already been um, like what's in the environment as well um, how you got there like there's so much that's so incredibly intelligently done that you can understand why it must have taken them six years if this was a jigsaw piece this would have been like a three trillion piece jigsaw piece to get, you know, spot on. Um, but they managed it. Uh, the game looks beautiful. It has a really interesting art style. If you remember Limbo, 
was basically just black, white and greys, with the occasional, I think, tiny little hint of colour for effect. But inside, um, it's still got a very striking colour palette. They don't go, you know, every colour. Uh, it's very much like solid reds, solid blacks, solid whites, um, and it works really well. It, I think it has to be that way because it was, if the colours were any more complex, the world would start to feel too oppressive and too dark. I mean, it's fucking dark. When you when your character dies in this game, it's fucking rough. It's like, ugh. You feel like shit for making them die that way. Like, um... I got uh, mauled to death by a pack of animals. And that death went on for a bit too long and was very explicit. And I'm relatively squeamish, so... I just sort of sat there for a few seconds afterwards like... Fucking hell. <laughs> it was, um... It was quite affecting. Um, I think... These, like, when there is colour, it's very bright and vibrant. When there is, you know, anything there, it's just a solid block of colour. Gives it a slightly less realistic look, which you need. Otherwise, fuck me, would this game be almost unbearably dark. Like, I I can see myself playing through Limbo again because of the themes that game explores over the, its course and how it ends is very emotional, um, in my opinion. But I don't, I don't see myself playing inside again because it's just so dark, it's so oppressive, um, and yeah, it, I don't think that's bad. I think it's important we have games with that kind of tone, um, and I think it's also fine. Like this cost me fifteen quid. I got maybe three or four hours of gameplay out of it. I think that's fine, um, because of how high the quality is. I can't emphasise this game is better than Limbo. And Limbo, in my opinion, was a masterpiece. So imagine imagine how much I'm sort of holding back trying to gush about this game. Um, I uh, it's, it's hard to talk too much because I don't want to spoil anything about it for anybody. Um, there are sections that aren't, you know, the best. Like there's water sections which I maybe it's a part of me because I have like um not quite a fear of water, but it's like a fear of uh, dark open water. I think it's called thalassophobia, and that's something I've got. Um And this game certainly forces you to explore that, uh, which made me a lot less comfortable than I would have liked. So the thought of playing it again with that kind of stuff having to go back through is uh it's a troubling prospect. Um, the sound design in this game is fan-fucking-tastic. Just You'll hear sounds that are clearly just miles away and then start to pick up and pick up. And then sort of you get to a point where you're like, holy, f that sound is really fucking close now. And it's been sort of scaring me for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> um, that sort of stuff is amazing. There's one section that's... I don't want to say it's like a rhythm game, but the sound sort of influences how you solve the puzzle in that similar sort of way, and that's ingenious. Um, it uses sound in a way that most games don't have the balls to. Most games would sort of 
feel forced to use more sound, but with inside less is more. Like when you start to hear sounds in inside, it means something, and you know it does. So it has like when they're trying to ramp up a bit of tension with a little tiny bit of music, you feel it, even though it's a little tiny bit, a hundred times more than you would when you know the f- battle music kicks in in Fallout 4 or whatever, you know. Um, sound in this game is phenomenal. Um, as far as gameplay goes, it is pretty much exactly where it needs to be. Um, it, as I said, you know, two buttons. You move with the stick and then it's uh, A to jump, X to grab, and that's it. That's all you get. So in that respect, you know, there's only so complex it can be control-wise. The real sort of challenge comes in solving the puzzles and figuring out how to use the limited options you have to make the most of your situation. Um, and in that respect, it is very good. That bit, sort of, that that's the most limbo-like the game gets in its puzzles. There are a lot of, you know, pull this, push that, push it to this place, do this to... Um, now that's not all the type of puzzles you get. There are some puzzles which sort of challenge you to use the controls in new ways that you've gotten used to over the past uh, like three hours, which is very interesting. I can't talk about it uh, without spoilers, but um, it you, it just gets you into that situation where you think, wait, could I do this? And then you try it and you totally can't. You're like, wow, that's cool. Um, I had that a few times playing the game and that was awesome um, obviously I'm not going to go into spoilers as far as what happens during the game um, one of the best endings maybe in any game that I can remember playing certainly in the past year maybe in the past like 10 I don't know Like it, the places they go the balls they display, they have huge balls, play dead, you know, they take what is ostensibly another game where you're playing as a child and you can just grab and pull things and jump and they take that and they somehow take it to its one millionth extreme and they find a way to do that in a way that you won't see coming, there's no way you possibly ever could see coming and that is simultaneously genius and insane and it it's fantastic um, I don't think it has um, as much to say as Limbo did I think it's very much just sort of um, what you see is what you get I mean the uh, the environment and the locations you visit and what's going on in those locations that hints at certain things they're trying to maybe say Um but it's not quite as uh, affecting as Limbo was. Like, Limbo had themes in it that when they explore them and you get to the end of the game, hit you like a ton of bricks. This game, just sort of, it's amazing, and then it ends. And then afterwards, all you remember is how amazing this game was. Whereas Limbo, I was kind of thinking about for days afterwards, like, it, it hit me... Uh, in a place I didn't expect a side-scrolling puzzle game to hit me. Um, I think Inside I'll remember more as a 
complete experience, but I don't think it will quite transcend the way Limbo did. I think this game will easily be top three for the year for me. Uh, I mean, No Man's Sky is still to come out, which, you know, that's going to be probably my game of life. I'll probably never stop playing it. Um, and uh, I don't remember what else is coming out this year, but I mean, Titanfall 2 looked pretty kick-ass to me. Even that new Call of Duty looked awesome. Like, Battlefield 1, like, whatever, looked a bit shit at E3, which would be so sad. But the new Call of Duty, like, anti-gravity in space and fucking grappling hook somebody towards you and fucking knee them in the face and break their face mask and then they're just suffocating in space. Like, that shit looked cool. Um, you know, never give up on a game series. Like, if you think, oh, Call of Duty, meh, that's the wrong attitude to have. Um, anyway, that's slightly off topic. This game... Potentially game of the year. I throw that out there because for me, so far it's the best game of the year and we're seven months in. So, you know, not that long left for other games to sort of overtake. But for me, yeah, this is the best game I've played this year. Um, I do keep a cheeky little list on my phone of other games I've played if you would like some reference. And it's not that many. I know, I'm fucking poor. Uh, better than The Witness. Better than Super Hot, better than Dark Souls Three, definitely. So, you know, there are others. Just those are the big ones. Um, it can't be uh, said enough. This game is a masterpiece. It took six years for them to make a side-scrolling puzzle game, similar to the one they already made. So you imagine what they've been doing for those six years. Imagine as incredibly as you can, and they'll still exceed it. Like it's, it it's kind of unbelievable how good this game is. Now, what I will say is, you know, I loved Limbo so much that I was willing to pay fifteen pounds, knowing this was going to be like a three four hour experience. I probably would only play once. I don't think a lot of people will have the same opinion. I think a lot of people will probably think, you know, I don't want to pay 15 quid for something and I'm going to get an afternoon out of and then never play again. Which is fine. I would say that's the game's biggest problem is the price. However, what I'll say is the second you see it drop, like, say you see it for 9.99 at some point in a sale, you get it. <laughs> it it's that good. It's not quite worth 15 quid. That you know, that's like three subways. Go to Subway three times. Have three meals at Subway. That's that's fine, but it's worth a tenner. Um, this is a game you're gonna wanna have played before the end of the year, because when it gets to the end of the year, every website is gonna be talking about it, and you don't wanna be behind that conversation. For me, the game coming out like a week ago and having to listen to podcasts talk about how good it was, like. That was agony for me. So, if you're listening to this now thinking, oh, this game sounds amazing, then it might be worth you getting it. But if, if you... If you can wait, if you're stronger-willed than I am, then I applaud you, and I think that's probably uh, the right move. And I think that might be it, guys. Um, inside is... Incredible. 
inconceivably good. And, uh, ah, incredible. Again. Incredible again. It's incredible twice. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys.